When will the Premier and his ministers stop lying about the damage they're doing to the education system? The member will withdraw his unparliamentary comment. I will not withdraw. I'm telling the truth. They're lying. I will ask the member once again to withdraw his unparliamentary comment. My remarks were accurate and true. Ministers are lying. Mr. Tabbins, you are named. You must leave the chamber for the day. You're listening to The Kelly Cotrera Show. Peter Tabbins given the boot today along with 15 other members of the NDP. Booted from Queen's Park this morning. And he joins The Kelly Cotrera Show right now. Peter Tabbins, interim NDP leader. Welcome back. I, I haven't talked to you for a while. Hope you're well. I'm doing well, Kelly. It's been too long. It's very nice to hear your voice again. Well, it's nice to hear yours. What have you been doing this afternoon? Eating bonbons and binging Netflix? <laughs> no, I, I'm actually meeting with people who set up meetings with me a while ago, catching up on email, and talking to journalists just like you, Kelly. Well, I wouldn't go so far as be a sweet talker and call me a journalist, but... Um... Well, you're in the news biz, and you, know, you try and get the stories out, so... Yeah, you're in that category, at least in my mind. Okay. Well, w- there was some thoughts here um, surrounding the NDP uh, getting the boot today, and I'm just going to play out this one for you and get your reaction. There sure. were some people that thought maybe this was strategy because they assumed, or you would assume, there'd be a deal by this afternoon with the province and CUPE, and you had to get your licks in early. W- what do you say to that? Uh, well, I have no knowledge of a deal going ahead. Uh, what I see is a government that's bullying people, uh, and frankly, I'm just not seeing any real movement. Uh, what I'm hearing from parents is real desperation about the lack of resources in their schools, fear about what's coming. Uh, we felt that this was an opportunity today because we're through the final stages of this bill that Ford has brought forward, um, an opportunity to go after him on this bill because, frankly, I think it's destructive to the education system. Uh, I think it undermines the people who monitor the school lunchrooms, the people who look after the kids in kindergarten, um, the people we depend on to keep classrooms clean and safe. And if, uh, if we act after the bill is passed, well, our opportunity to bring attention to what's going on is going to be dramatically reduced. We wanted to make sure the public was getting the story and getting the story now. I understand that QP will uh, have an update after 3 o'clock and we'll take it live here on 640 Toronto, and I'm sure that uh, our affiliates will do the same. Uh, do you think that, you know, after hearing Stephen Lecce say, look, we're not going to entertain a counteroffer unless they, here's the word again, withdraw the uh, the the threat of strike, do you think that has actually uh, occurred? I, I actually don't know, but I have to say to you, uh, I grew up in Hamilton. Uh, it's a union town, and a lot of negotiations went on when there was a threat of strike. There were a lot of negotiations when strikes were going on. The government's serious. They're going to sit down. They're going to negotiate a fair deal. They're going to get rid of this bill that's just inflaming the situation, making it more difficult to get to an agreement. If they're serious, those are the things they have to do. There, you know, people are saying that, that uh, you know, there's two camps, right? One, one side is we just don't have the money to pay 11.7% every year to the uh, support workers in the education sector. And there are the other side that says, look, at these are people that have not had a, an increase. In fact, it's 
the tiny increases they have had over the past decade amounts to, with inflation, a serious wage cut, and they're going to leave en masse. We're going to be heading towards a crisis, crisis situation. Yeah, and, and Kelly, that's exactly the worry. You know, we are dealing with a, a crisis in the healthcare system right now. We're losing nurses and healthcare workers faster than they can be recruited. Uh, you're well aware of emergency rooms that are overpacked, uh, where people are waiting 20 hours and more. And frankly, outside Toronto, where emergency rooms are being closed for weekends, for whole months. And we don't want to see that situation happen in the education field. Why are we making it impossible for people to make a living while they're working in our schools looking after our kids? There are a lot of those education workers that we employ who are using food banks to try and balance, balance their books. That doesn't make any sense at all. You know, they, the government has something in place called Bill 124, and I don't expect people to know all these numbers, but it's been capping wage increases at 1% for the last three or four years. The calculation is that it's reduced wages to people who work in healthcare and education by about $9 billion. That's an awful lot of groceries and rents and mortgage payments that people have not been able to keep up with. And frankly, for the government to say, you know, we've saved $9 billion. Uh, we're not going to be able to pay you anything that will allow you to avoid going to a food bank. It's just not on. It's just not honest. What's worse, the uh, negotiations stopping because uh, there is uh, no withdrawal of this uh, threat to strike or the threat of this notwithstanding clause in your mind? Well, I think the, the government's bill is designed to continue this undermining of the education system. And parents depend on an education system where they have a sense that their children are safe, that they're going to get an education to prepare them for the future. Um, This bill is going to undermine the system. We will see a crisis in education the way we're seeing a crisis in healthcare. And our kids don't deserve it and families don't deserve it. We went through the pandemic. We want some stability. We want to know that we've got a really good system that isn't disrupted, that isn't threatened by shortages of people willing to do the work. I talk to people now, uh, education assistants in my riding, who say, we're really understaffed. We can't keep up with kids. Uh, you know, I, I put, I'll call them uh, band-aids, not literal band-aids, but, you know, band-aid on the problem. I move on to the next kid. Well, if you keep driving down the wages and beating up on the people who deliver these services, you aren't going to have the support in the schools for the kids. And that that is worse than any other threat that we've got right now. I think a lot of people are conflicted because when you're thinking about uh, the educational workers that are support staff in the classrooms, yep. a lot of people think these people should be uh, uh, represented under a different union than the librarians and the uh, custodians. What's your thought on that? Do you have any? Um, I don't think that makes an awful lot of difference. You've got a, a whole bunch of people who have to negotiate with an employer. Uh, they all provide support. Uh, librarians are really critical, I think, in terms of helping kids develop uh, a love of reading. Um, and frankly, if you talk about custodians, you don't want your kid going into a class that's dirty. You don't want your kid going into a schoolyard um, that has glass in it or needles. Uh, custodians do very important work. So I, I think that whole team yeah. needs to be represented and needs to be valued. 
Peter, thank you very much for joining us. Anything that you uh, feel that you didn't say today in uh, Queens Park that you'd like to get off your chest? <laughs> I did get a fair amount off my chest. I, you know, Kelly. I have already used your first and last name, so uh, you've already been named. <laughs> By you, Kelly, it's an honor. Thank you. Um, no, I, I just think government has to abandon this bill. Treat the people who give us these critical services with respect, pay them decently, and let's get our schools back to functioning properly. Peter, thank you very much for joining us. I appreciate your time today. Thanks, Kelly. Take care. Bye-bye. Peter Tabbins, Interim Leader for the NDP.